Is it just me or does everyone think Sinead O'Connor was right? Stay with me. We've heard overnight that Sinead O'Connor has died, age 56, just a year after her 17-year-old son Shane took his own life. Sinead O'Connor had four children. She lived alone in a cottage in the countryside. In a recent interview, she told the Irish Times she deliberately bought uncomfortable chairs for the cottage because she just likes her own company. There is so much to Sinead O'Connor's story, so I'll try to make it quick. She was the third of five children of Sean and his wife Marie. The couple had married very young and their relationship, often stormy, ended when Sinead O'Connor was eight. Her brother Joseph once described their mother as deeply unhappy and disturbed and prone to physical and emotional abuse of her children, especially her daughter Sinead. Her mother was a deeply devoted Catholic. Sinead says as a child, her party trick was to roll into a smaller ball than the other kids in her class. She says she learned it at home when she was being beaten. Sinead and her mother were incredibly volatile and her mother sent her to live with her dad, but even he couldn't tame the teenage revel and eventually she was placed in the notorious Magdalene Laundries, a Catholic training centre for young girls deemed to be promiscuous. Sinead said in a book that while she hated that workhouse, she was not actually abused there. It is actually where she discovered music. One nun discovered that she could sing and brought her a guitar, setting her up with a music teacher and it was to be the saving of her. A volunteer at that institution had a brother who played in a band and the rest is history. She played in a few bands before being discovered by the former manager of U2. Now that was really formative for her because that manager was really political, very left-wing and anti-establishment, and that was at a really important time in Sinead's uh, career and the development of her personality, I guess. Now, some artists like U2 or Midnight Oil can use their politics in a way that sells records, but some like Sinead O'Connor strike a wrong note and it just has the opposite effect. Looking back, though, I think she was right, even if her methods were wrong. The picture of the Pope she ripped up on Saturday Night Live was one she took from her mother's bedroom wall. That was Sinead O'Connor's story to tell. She had a terrible childhood and so much of that was wrapped in the Catholic Church. She, we should have listened when she said that. Ten years later, you know, we were all listening when the Boston Globe started outing abuse inside the Catholic Church, yeah. but, you know, they wouldn't listen to Sinead O'Connor. Uh, she didn't appear in the Grammys because the music scene kept telling her she had to grow her hair and act more girly. No one would put up with that now. America hated her because she wouldn't play the Star Spangled Banner at the start of her concerts. No one would do that now. She no. was just ahead of her time. People who knew Sinead O'Connor describe her as irresistible. They say she was giggly, kind and hilarious. In the 90s, when protesters hired a steamroller to crush piles of her records outside her New York record company, she donned a wig and sunglasses and joined the protest. She was interviewed by a news channel and told them that she had flown in from Saratoga, California to join the protest. And when rapper MC Hammer said she should be kicked out of the US and that he would pay to see it happen, she sent him a $5,000 bill to pay for her first class ticket to Dublin. <laughs> but make no mistake, she was also deeply troubled. There were four marriages, all of which ended in divorce, custody battles, public breakdowns and spells in psychiatric care. In 2007, she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Sinead O'Connor was an extraordinary talent who needed that music to deal with the demons inside her. Through it all, though, that's all it was about. It was just the music. Fans of Outlander would know she is actually the voice on the opening credits and to the day she died, she was still working on that soundtrack. 
A contradictory figure in many ways, Sinead always refused to toe the establishment line, something that saw her achieve less success than I think she deserved. Sinead O'Connor spoke the truth. We just weren't ready to hear it. It's Mark and Caroline for breakfast, 92.7 Mix FM.